Welcome to I Feel Snitty, episode 196, entitled Stick to the Sports. I'm your host, Craig Rosnecki. While I typically stand up for celebrities' rights to speak freely without the fear of repercussion, there are occasions when the dumb jock stereotype rings true, and it'd probably be best for said athletes to just stick to the sports. The two latest cases, Washington Commanders defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio and Tampa Bay Devil Rays pitcher Jason Adam. Let's start with Del Rio, who recently compared the January 6th Capitol attack to the 2020 Black Lives Matter protests, saying, People's livelihoods are being destroyed. Businesses are being burned down. No problem. And then we have a dust-up at the Capitol. Nothing burned down. And we're going to make a major deal? End quote. Del Rio has been fined $100,000 by the team due to his remarks. But let's focus on the heart of the, of the matter. The guy will still be reeling in $3.4 million this year. So $100,000 to him would be like 1500 to most people. First off, let's acknowledge the pacey-ass elephant in the room. Jack Del Rio was white. The guy is insinuating that the mostly peaceful protests aimed at ending police brutality against black men and women had been more destructive than a domestic terrorist attack on the U.S. Capitol in an effort to overturn a democratically held presidential election and destroy the American Republic as a result was. Yeah, okay. That sounds about white. Next, we have Tampa Bay Devil Rays pitcher and man likely to one day be the focal point of a satirical gay musical, Chasing Adam, Jason Adam. To celebrate Pride Month, the Devil Rays took part in Pride Night a couple weeks ago. Well, most of the Devil Rays took part by wearing a rainbow-colored logo on their uniform. Among those who didn't, however, was Mr. Chasing Adam himself, who explained his reason why as follows. A lot of it comes down to faith, to like a faith-based decision. So it's a hard decision, because ultimately we all said what we want is them to know that all are welcome and loved here. But when we put it on our bodies, I think a lot of guys decided that it's just a lifestyle that maybe not that they look down on anybody or think differently. It's just like that maybe we don't want to encourage it if we believe in Jesus, who's encouraged us to live a lifestyle that would abstain from that behavior. Just like Jesus encourages me as a heterosexual male to abstain from sex outside the confines of marriage. It's no different. It's not judgmental. It's not looking down. It's just what we believe the lifestyle. He's encouraged us to live for our good, not to withhold. But again, we love these men and women. We care about them. And we want them to feel safe and welcome here. End quote. As the Jesus once said in the book of 2 Corinthians, what a load of horse shit, end quote. Okay, no, he didn't say that, but he talked as much about horse shit in the Bible as he did the LGBT community. I think chasing Adam's rationale irks me more than loud and proud homophobes. At least with the latter group, they're not pussyfooting around the issue. They're bigots and that's that. We all know where they stand. With the chasing Adams of the world, they're as bigoted, if not more so, than the, the loud and proud homophobes, yet they try to play it off as something else. They use organized religion as a crutch to skirt the issue. First off, the term lifestyle implies there's a choice to be had. So whenever a person makes such a claim, my immediate question is, and when was it you decided to become a straight person, to be attracted to the opposite sex? That typically gives them pause before they come back with some bullshit like, when God entered my life, or... Whenever God decided. Bullshit. 
You didn't decide to become a heterosexual, just like a gay dude didn't magically wake up one Tuesday morning and exclaim to the world, I'm going to like penis. Attraction doesn't work like that. Orientation isn't a choice of lifestyle. It's part of who you are. Then Chasing Adam has the figurative balls to suggest that, while he's not going to showcase symbolic support for the LGBT community, he is going to contend that he's not judging nor looking down upon them, all the while implying that homosexuals are going against God's wishes and will be damned for all eternity due to their dastardly deeds. This reminds me of when self-described Christians say about the LGBT community, Love the sinner, hate the sin. So you hate that they're gay, which is a key component to who they are, and yet you love them. Yeah, how does that work? I hate you, but I love you. I don't want to show you an iota of support, but I welcome you. Yep, the Jesus was right. What a load of horse shit. Amen. That's it for today's episode. Until next time, you can find me on Podbean, Twitter, Amazon, Facebook, and Blogger. This has been I Feel Snitty with Krug Rosnecki. Take care.